We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls lovingly referred to as two JGs, who want to share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, Scripture and Saints, and T, Traditions of the Catholic Faith. You'll see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. Our conversation today is from an S, Scripture and Saints, and the saint we are going to cover and talk about is Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Again, another one of our favorites. You know, we love so many of these saints, and I actually have a particular fondness for her because I was so blessed to be able to go to her canonization in Rome in 2016. Gosh, that doesn't seem that long ago, does it? It was an unbelievable opportunity. Our kids' high school was offering a trip to go to the canonization, and I'd never been to Rome or anything, and it was unbelievable. I mean, we slept out in the streets overnight to line up, to get in, to be present at her canonization mass. And Katie, it was so beautiful and powerful and moving. And it was on my daughter's 16th birthday, although. I love that. Yeah. So if you had to pick one thing from that experience, what stands out the most? Oh my gosh. I know that's a hard question that I didn't prepare you for. (laughs) No, I think... I, I think it was the massive crowd mm-hmm. becoming mic drop silent and reverent in the moment mm-hmm. of the canonization and just the powerful presence really mm-hmm. of Mother Teresa and her simplicity and her love. It gives me chills. It was really beautiful. So I think that might be it. And well, the what you're explaining for such a simple, humble, quiet woman to have such a massive, beautiful, powerful canonization. Like it's such, um, it, it, it's, it's, she yeah. probably was in awe of all uh-huh. of that too, because uh-huh. her life was about simplicity. Her life was about really being a hidden instrument for God. And yet she inspired the world across Every denomination, across every creed, everything. She Mm -hmm. was the pillar of really what we're all called to be. And that is loving God and loving our neighbor. And Mm -hmm. she did it so beautifully. Reading up a little bit about her from a a young age, uh, I think she was about 18 when she got her call to join the Sisters of Loretto. And she was born in 1910, which I do love. I love when mm-hmm. we talk about saints that are born within a time frame that is familiar to us. Exactly. Not saying I was born in 1910, but right. I do well, I always, that. I always base dates off of when my parents were born, which I hate to date them, but right. it's always like pre-1945 or after 1945. But that gives me some sort of a window into the time frame of where our world was at. And how, yeah, it does. And also just how much our life, our world has changed in mm-hmm. a short period of time. My grandma was born in 1915. Right. And I remember like, oh my gosh, grandma, the things that you have seen 
in this world. And so Mother Teresa was born in 1910, the youngest of three, which I also like too. They're just Mm -hmm. a part of a family, just like each one of us. They had their role and they grew up in a particular way. But as I said, when she was 18, she felt this call to be a sister of Loretto and they were known for their missionary work. So that missionary spirit, that serving others was really a part of her from a very young age. And in January 6th, 1929, she was transferred to Calcutta to teach at St. Mary's High School. So that's how she got to Calcutta. She was going there to be a teacher as a sister of Loretto. And she took her final vows as a sister of Loretto in 1931. And she took the name Teresa. She was Her born name was Agnes. And she took the name Teresa after St. Therese of Lisieux, <laughs> and because she was really drawn to St. Therese's simple way. Mm-hmm. But Mother Teresa took it even a step, right? you know, I wouldn't say below, but even more simple. Mm-hmm. And she said, I am but a pencil in God's hands. And she trusted that everything that she did, that everything that she did, she would do for Jesus and she would do it out of love for him. It's like she took St. Therese's simple charism and took it out to the world like yes you know like Mm -hmm. and just her humility and her trust and all of those things and one of the things that sticks out to me about saint Teresa is her insight into that every person's worth and beauty that she could see beyond what the world wants us to see you know i mean the the poorest of the poor the sickest of the sick she was she found the beauty and brought that out of, out of each person. They, they felt their worth from her. Absolutely. Which we look at the saints in our faith because they were people just like us who cooperated with incredible grace from God to do his will. And we're all called to do that, not mm-hmm. just the consecrated religious and all of that, but each one of us has a mission. Each one of us is called to live in his grace, to do the work that we're called to do. And she was called in this, you know, in India and just one little small, even her stature was small. Mm -hmm. She was a very small person, but she became larger than life to all of us by what she did. She walked the walk. She did. Of what she believed. Well, she also reminded us that we don't have to be in Calcutta doing what she did, but it's the simplicity of loving the people around us. And one of her famous quotes that I love so much and speaks to me so much is, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Mm. I was hoping you would say it because I knew I would get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to tee it up so you would actually say it. (laughs) Wow, look at me. I took it. I did it. I felt it coming. (laughs) But it is important for us to remember that. Sometimes Mm. we can get um, just caught up in the, I have to make such a big difference in the world or my doing X isn't big enough and who's going to know or what does it really matter? Well, whatever you did to the least of my brothers, you did unto me. Right. Is when did, I, when did I see you, Jesus? When did I feed you? When did I clothe you? Well, it is in what we do for those actually closest to us. That's mm-hmm. where it starts. Mm-hmm. And, and really puts in our path every day. And this is where we learn. Really, our homes are the first school. Mm-hmm. Our homes are where we learn how to love how we learn to forgive, how we figure out what our role is outside of our home. And so I do love that. If you want to change the world, go home and love your family. And it reminds me, I've shared this in different settings before, but 
I'm very drawn to the prison prisoners and I have a heart for them. And I don't, I, I say this, I'll probably wind up in prison. <laughs> like, God, <laughs> oh, I love them no. so much, but don't <laughs> put me there. Let me serve them somehow other than that. But it is a thought, but there was an opportunity for me to, there was a prison ministry and a gal asked me if I would join. And I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. Without really knowing what we were going to do. And so I went in and I was so excited and on fire to just share the love of God. And, oh, I can't wait. And it turned out to be not what I thought. It was a little bit more of playing some praise and worship music and we're singing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm, it's not what I had in mind. I was ready to like get up and Jesus loves you and you're worth. <laughs> I was ready with so much the fire in me that I wanted to share. And so after, I don't know, maybe a couple months of doing it, I came home and I said to my husband, I said, well, Bill, I don't think I'm going to do the prison ministry anymore. (laughs) And he was like, how about do the moss ministry, Mm. like for our family? And Mm. it really hit home. Like I was so on fire to try to go out and serve and share Jesus with everybody everywhere. And and he said it very gently and lovingly, but it was a little bit like give first to your family. Mm. We need you. And if there's more, then of course, obviously go out and serve others. Right. But it hit home, and I think it speaks to this quote. Well, and gosh, it really speaks to, and I I hadn't really put this connection, but you and I have been talking a lot in our personal lives about rhythm and and our dreams and and putting our priorities that they they shift in seasons and things. Well, she really is the modern day saint of the pivot, really. Yes. Like she's really instructing us to go back to first things first, go keep it simple. And I mean, I, I know that's kind of a funny way to say it, but I, mean, I look at it exactly that way. She's saying pivot, well, be simple. And she had a pivot because so mm-hmm. as she was teaching and she was in the St. Mary's school, she contracted tuberculosis and was being sent away to recover. And it was while she was on the train, it was in September 10th, 1946, that she received her second call. She called it the call within a call. And she felt this this call to begin an order that would truly serve the poorest of the poor. So taking that missionary spirit of the Sisters of Loretto, but beginning her own order that would take this to another level and truly go out into the community and serve the poorest of the poor, the forgotten, those who, as you described, there was no love and no dignity, but she wanted to give that to them. And I think that it's so important for us all to pay attention to God's call in our life. Even when we think, oh, I'm going down this particular Mm -hmm. path, be open and be listening and be in relationship with him to see what else he may have in store for you. Well, and the courage it must have taken to think, oh, I have found my vocation, but then the Lord speaking to her in that way, and having to do the pivot, like the pivot is, can be scary. Absolutely. And, and that trust and surrender, those are also two qualities of Mother Teresa that I, I find so inspiring that she had such complete trust. She had such faith that she knew, she knew the Lord, but, and maybe this is too, she knew his voice. Right. She knew in her spirit that he was calling her to something more. And she describes this simple path to peace in life. There were six steps. I always love when it's simple. Mm, me too. <laughs> like, give me steps. Give me the steps. Not that I'll complete them or be able to do them. But I want to share this with everyone because I think we're all searching for peace. 
we're all searching for that ability to get off the gerbil wheel of Mm -hmm. life and to really simplify our ways to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord and that feels like we are doing His will. And a life that disposes us to His voice. You know, it puts us in His presence to even hear Him and not distracted by things around us. Well, and I'll read her six simple steps. Silence is the first. So she says, the fruit of silence is prayer. The fruit of prayer is faith. The fruit of faith is love. The fruit of love is service. And the fruit of service is peace. So the six steps are silence, prayer, faith, love, service, which brings peace. Gosh, I love that. Well, and I love that it all begins with silence. To hear his voice, Mm -hmm. to know him, and to be willing to take whatever he's calling us to do into the world. For Like you said, Katie, the, the people he puts in our path, starting with our family and then our community, and then it just spreads wider and wider. St. Mother Teresa was a person who inspired the world in her simple way of loving the unlovable. Because mm-hmm. I think on some level, don't we all at some point in our life feel unlovable? Mm-hmm. Don't we all just want to be seen? Don't we all? Yes, she saw everyone. Yes. She saw everyone and gave them dignity and gave them love, regardless of who they were, that where they were, what anybody else felt or thought of them. They felt that love from her. And it changed their world, whether they had one more day to live or 10 more or what, whatever mm-hmm. it was, she gave them her best every day. And that only came from her <laughs> unity with Godfather. You know, that only came through an imitation of Mary. I mean, there was, you know, the grace flowing through her to other people is, it's what we all pray for, really that we can be an instrument for God in our day. Well, and I love you talk about her love of the Blessed Mother too. And you read me something earlier. I don't know if you can put your hand on that about just her dedication and love of the Blessed Mother and trust in her intercession for her. And that our mother takes us to the heart of her son. And St. Mother Teresa relied on that. She relied on the intercession of the Blessed Mother. And I just think that it's such an important piece of all of our journeys too, to trust in our Blessed Mother. Did mm-hmm. you find I did. what I, I was talking it. about? So this came from an article written by Maura McKeegan. And it says, I've long had a devotion to Mother Teresa. And so praying her emergency novena is one more way for me to feel closer to the saint whom I admire so much. Yet the strength of this prayer is not only that it is invented by St. Teresa, but that it implores the help of the lady to whom Mother Teresa entrusted everything. It is Mary who hears and answers us in our time of desperate need. It is Our Lady of Sorrows who knows what what our suffering hearts are enduring. And it is Our Lady of Consolation who will come to our assistance when we beg for the grace we need in critical moments. And this is our whole topic today, too, that we wanted to introduce people to or 
uh, or share with them something that's been very impactful in our prayer life is St. Mother Teresa would do this, what, and it's been called the emergency novena, the flying novena, the express novena. And no, novena comes from nine days of prayer. Typically, you pray a prayer for nine consecutive days, which be, has its roots in the time that um, the apostles were in the upper room and Jesus ascended to heaven. And then from the time he ascended until he sent the Holy Spirit, they were nine days of prayer. And so that comes from, that's where the novena comes from, as they prayed and awaited for the coming of the Holy Spirit. So we pray typically nine-day novena. Well, Mother Teresa would need things just right on the fly. I mean, she was working in such incredible conditions. She didn't have nine days for something. Right. So <laughs> something, she's like, here's what I'm going to pray. And it was nine memoraries and a tenth one in Thanksgiving because she trusted and knew that God would hear and answer her. I love that. So it's the nine prayers. We don't have to do it over nine days. Her express novena, her flying novena, her emergency novena. And we have had many occasions where we've had mm-hmm. friends say, can you please pray for my son? Or can you pray for that? And I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes I can get a little tongue tied or a little like deer in the headlights. Oh my gosh, what do I pray? This is right. so big. Right. But she, Mother Teresa has introduced us to this beautiful nine memoraries. And we will pray that here in just a few minutes together. So the emergency novena consists of nine memoraries and a 10th one in Thanksgiving for the prayer being answered. And ultimately, really what we're asking for in this prayer is we're asking for an overflow overflow of grace in that moment. You know, and that to me sticks out to me because it, it you know, we're always asking for graces and sometimes we forget to ask for the grace. And so what we're really asking it in this prayer is just for Mary to intercede for us and for our intentions. And just, and I love just that term, an overflow of grace in that moment. And when we don't have the words to say, this is a beautiful way to implore the help of our Blessed Mother mm-hmm. and trust and believe that our prayers are heard and answered. And I, it takes me to that scripture, um, blessed is she who believed mm. when Mary went to her cousin Elizabeth when, you know, right after the Annunciation, really, and she goes to her and John the Baptist leaps in St. Elizabeth's womb. And, and but Elizabeth is in awe of Mary's trust and belief that God would answer his promised words to mm-hmm. their ancestors. And Mary believed those. Blessed is she who believed. Mother Teresa, the same. She believes and trusts and knows that God will hear and answer her prayer. That's why that 10th one right. is in Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I love the reminder for us to believe that our prayers are heard. Mm-hmm. They may not be answered exactly in the way that we are petitioning or that we think, but God knows mm-hmm. what needs to be healed. God knows how it needs to be answered and when. Right. Well, the, even this emergency novena, I think follows this six-step plan for peace in a lot of ways. And I and I read some things leading up to this about people, different people who had prayed this novena and saying that, you know, halfway through this novena, I, my, I was flooded with peace. Like I knew that 
the the resolution would come in one way or another. You know, it wasn't there were there would always be a peaceful resolution to whatever it was that I was praying for. Yeah, I love that too. It it is trusting that mm-hmm. He will answer it the way that it needs to be answered, mm-hmm. and that does give us peace mm-hmm. when we surrender our will to God's will, trusting Him to answer in the way that it needs to be answered. There is incredible peace in that. Mm-hmm. A little amen, so be it, Lord. Whatever you will, however you will it, give me the strength and the peace to act in the way that you need me to act or provide for whatever whatever mm-hmm. it is that whatever we're asking. That is. So as we want to share, um, it's Mother Teresa's Do It Anyway. Um, I, I don't even, I would call it maybe a little litany because we find it to be very powerful. And then we're going to end by praying this emergency novena together with you all. So please be thinking of something that's on your heart, a prayer within you or a prayer someone has asked of you. And then share this with other people too, because mm-hmm. I think it is so powerful when a prayer is requested and we have the answer. Okay, yes, I I'm going to pray that emergency right. novena for you right now. Mm-hmm. Not, okay, sure, yes, I'll pray for you. And then we right. go home and we make dinner and we are working on homework or we mm-hmm. whatever distracts us. And then we fall asleep. We, in that moment, yes, I will pray this for you right now and trusting and knowing. So please be thinking what's on your heart that you would like to offer as an intention. And we will pray the emergency novena together after we do St. Mother Teresa's Do It Anyway. People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have, and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. In the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. I love that. I do too. So now we'll take just a moment to think of an intention. And I just want to thank you all for listening today and for praying with us. This isn't something that we do each time, but I think it's powerful that as a community, whenever and wherever you are listening, that we pray together and God hears our prayers. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, Despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. 
Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy 
Aaron, answer me. Amen. And now we'll pray a 10th Memorare for thanking Mary for interceding for us. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Thank you so much for praying with us and being with us today. Until next time, JGs, know your faith, love your faith, and live it. Hey, this is Katie. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org and join our free AYF circle where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place.